welcome to Arbitral Insights, a podcast series brought to you by our international arbitration practice lawyers here at Reed Smith. I'm Jose Estigarraga, Global Head of Reed Smith's International Arbitration Practice. I hope you enjoy the industry commentary, insights, and anecdotes we share with you in the course of this series, wherever in the world you are. If you have any questions about any of the topics discussed, please do contact our speakers. And with that, let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Arbitral Insights and our first in 2021. My name is Donald Shem. I'm a partner in the Reed Smith Hong Kong office. And I'm Clara Fung, an associate in the Hong Kong office. Today, we are going to look at the key developments in arbitration in Hong Kong in 2020. And we will also share with you our thoughts as to the advantages of having arbitration in Hong Kong. So Clara, what were the major developments in 2020? 2020 was a very encouraging year for arbitration in Hong Kong. There were three main developments. And just starting with the first one, towards the end of 2019, um, Hong Kong and mainland China entered into an arrangement which allowed parties to a Hong Kong-seated arbitration administered by one of the specified institutions to seek interim measures from courts in mainland China. The interim measures could be for the preservation of assets, evidence or conduct. That's right. The the arrangement has caught a lot of attention since it came into force, as it has made Hong Kong the only arbitral seat other than mainland China, where the parties can apply for interim measure from the mainland Chinese courts. This gives Hong Kong a very, very special status as an arbitral seat. Yes, indeed. So we would imagine that any company dealing with assets or companies in mainland China that wish to preserve the option of seeking interim relief in mainland China down the line, in case business relations break down, for example, would very likely have a Hong Kong seated arbitration clause. And if that's the case, we would expect that there would be an increase in Hong Kong arbitrations in the near future. Indeed. So, Clara, since the arrangement came into force over a year ago, Do we know how many parties have applied for interim measure under the arrangement? And do you know whether those applications were successful? Uh, Yes, so we do have information on that. According to data published by the HKIAC, for about a year since the arrangement came into force, the HKIAC processed 32 applications under the arrangement. Out of those 32, 29 were for the preservation of assets, so that's the vast majority, two for the preservation of evidence, and one for the preservation of conduct. These applications were made to 16 different mainland Chinese courts in different cities all around China. And just to get a sense of the practical impact, the total amount sought in asset preservation orders across all of those applications amounted to around 1.6 billion US dollars. At least uh, 17 out of the 29 applications were granted, and that's a total value of approximately 1.3 billion US dollars. So there were already quite a number of applications, even for the first year after the arrangement came into force. Interim measure is is a really powerful weapon in arbitration. And so we can see why so many people have already attempted to utilize the arrangement to their advantage. And Clara, this interim measure arrangement, which you just talked about, allows parties to apply for interim measures before the arbitral award is issued. Could you tell the audience about another development in 2020? which made preservation measures also available at the post-award stage. Yes, of course. In November last year, Hong Kong and mainland China actually signed another important arrangement. That's in relation to the mutual enforcement of arbitral awards. 
This arrangement is supplemental to the existing arrangement, which was signed some years ago, back in 1999, and it introduces four changes. Uh, Firstly, as you said, parties may now apply for preservation measures both before and after the court accepting an application for the enforcement of an award. So preservation orders are now available at all phases of an arbitration. The second change is a clarification that the arrangement applies to the recognition stage in addition to the enforcement stage of an award. Thirdly, the supplemental arrangement expands the range of awards which can be mutually enforced in the mainland and Hong Kong. So in context, previously there was a condition which is now removed that the arbitral awards must be issued by certain arbitral institutions in the mainland in order for them to be recognised and enforced in Hong Kong. So the removal of this condition means that there's now a bigger range of mainland arbitral awards that can be enforced in Hong Kong. And lastly, the fourth change means that the parties may now apply for the enforcement of an award in both the mainland and Hong Kong courts at the same time. This was previously not available and gave rise to some issues in practice, for example, limitation of time issues. So all in all, the supplemental arrangement addressed several practical issues and it has made the enforcement of awards easier between mainland China and Hong Kong. Thanks very much, Clara. That's very clear and helpful. So if we could move on to the next key development for Hong Kong. I understand that Hong Kong has been named as an arbitration seat in the BIMCO, which is very, very good news for the Hong Kong shipping communities, isn't it, Clara? Yes. So just to reiterate, Hong Kong has been added as the fourth named arbitration seat option in the BIMCO standard contractual forms, and that's under the BIMCO Law and Arbitration Clause 2020. As our audience may know, the BIMCO forms are standard forms of contract, which are regularly used by the shipping community. Uh, What this means is that having a form of BIMCO arbitration clause specific to Hong Kong firmly establishes Hong Kong as a popular arbitral seat in the shipping industry. Thank you. That's 2020 in a nutshell for Hong Kong arbitration. Next, perhaps we could talk a little bit about other advantages of having Hong Kong as the seat of the arbitration, in addition to what we've already covered. First of all, Hong Kong has a very good reputation as an arbitration centre due to its very, very well-established legal and judiciary system. And as you know, the arbitration law is also based on the ANSIT trial model law, so it should be very familiar to the arbitration practitioners around the world. Um, Clara, can you think of any other advantages of having arbitration in Hong Kong? Uh, Yes, I would add that there's also a large pool of experienced and diverse professionals and arbitrators here in Hong Kong who are fluent in English, Chinese and other languages. The Hong Kong courts also take a pro-arbitration approach and encourage minimal interference with arbitral proceedings and awards, except in certain limited circumstances as laid down in the law. All of these have facilitated Hong Kong as one of the most popular arbitral seats in the world. Right. Before we go, we should also mention that there is an ongoing consultation in Hong Kong on whether to allow contingency fees arrangement in arbitration. It will be very interesting to see how this develops in 2021. We hope you enjoyed this podcast and thank you very much for listening and please tune in for our next episode. Arbitral Insights is a Reed Smith production. Our producer is Ali McArdle. For more information about Reed Smith's global international arbitration practice, email Joseas de Garaga at jia at reedsmith.com. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, reedsmith.com, and our social media accounts at Reed Smith LLP on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter.
This podcast is provided for educational purposes. It does not constitute legal advice and is not intended to establish an attorney-client relationship, nor is it intended to suggest or establish standards of care applicable to particular lawyers in any given situation. Prior results do not guarantee a similar outcome. All rights reserved.